Hey, good job, Briscoe. I like the little finger point you got going on there. It's a, it's a new year. New year. Same couple minute late. A couple 30 seconds late. What are you doing? What? What do you mean couple minutes late? A couple seconds. The music was playing when I walked in. I was refilling my water. Which I thought you would appreciate Congrats as a hydrated, hydrated yeah. boy. Yeah. This is my third refill of this today, not counting wow. my two enormous cups of coffee. Wow. I'm a hydrated fella. I'm with you, man. And I... you're here to tell me that I was late to your program? No, this is not the program. This is the home stretch. I said program. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, okay. Aiton has Fair. the program. This is Stu's program. You doing Okay. I am good. Why do you have man. such an angry energy with me today? I don't. I'm actually in a wonderful mood. It's the it's a new year. I just Is your resolution to be more of a dingus? Uh no, but I did finally get used to writing Yeah, what was that whistling noise? I don't know. Did you guys also hear that? I, I what is that? I can't whistle. Am I getting feedback because my head did that would that happen before I plug my headphones no, in? No, it didn't. Are my headphones over here so loud that it's creating feedback or something? That was incredible. It, it's like in movies, you know, when there's it's always really feedback. Which I always find fascinating because like there's hardly ever feedback in real life because people know what they're doing. Don't do that. That please. is what that is. I've never heard that happen before. It's miserable. That sucks. Sorry, everybody. It won't happen again. I guess I got my buns, dude. I've got my. I've never. I mean, many times I have had my headphones near a microphone here before. Yeah. Never have I heard that. I mean, they were loud, but that right there was nothing. I my pet peeve in movies, though, by the way, is when there's feedback in every single like every time they test a mic. There's stop doing that. Did it do it again? Yeah, stop doing it. I'm trying to get the volume figured out. I don't know why these microphones are broken. What's your pet peeve? In movies, every single time they test a microphone or a speaker, there's feedback. And you're sitting here going, that's not how real life works. Very rarely <laughs> well, is it. Like, no, like, how often have we been doing radio and that's, and that's happened? Hundreds of times. At once. But every single movie, every movie, every single time, they'll, they'll talk into a microphone and there's just massive feedback. And you're sitting here going, they're not even near anything. Yeah, there fair. wouldn't be feedback. And yeah. It, 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 it really gets my goat. This is the first time I've interacted, I think, with radio feedback of this particular quality of just of just headphone into microphone yeah. creating that. I mean, we have that. Did it do it again, or am I just hearing little high chirpy things now? If at some point I just need to ditch my headphones, I'm Dylan can no longer communicate with me, and I'll just sit yeah. here and freewheel it. I mean, I have tinnitus, so I always hear a little bit of me. Do you really? Mop. Mop. Yeah. Mop. You did the Archer thing? Mop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was doing, too. Do you have tinnitus, actually? No, no, or, but okay. I've gone to a lot of concerts. And my, my, my dad actually got me nice earplugs for concerts. I've considered these. Because as a drummer... Yeah. And as a man who goes to, uh, who's been to hundreds of concerts, very loud And a man ones, who wears probably pretty loud headphones for work. Every single day. Every day. And who listens to albums very loudly in my yeah. car. You and I are really, really high on the probability chart. What? Of losing hearing. Yeah. It's not ideal. Like, if there's a if there's a percentage level, it's like by 30. And I'm yeah. 29, so it's not I, looking so, good for me. So we're both 29ers right now, and um, thank you. That's right. I, where I thought you were going to wish me happy birthday. Oh, happy um, birthday. Thanks, man. But I'm about a week into 29 now, and you're like 50 weeks into 29 I or something. You happy birthday. I think you, sure. I think you yeah, did. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm a nice dude. I'm sorry. I care. Uh, I'm sorry for all the negative feedback I've brought in today's show so far. Ayo. But uh, I think – I don't really – I feel like I've given – 30-year-old vibes off for a while. You definitely have for a minute now. Mine's more 70. Yeah. But, like, I think being 30, my guess, I don't know, I'm not there yet. My guess, though, is that, like, 
30 to 33 is sort of in that little flex zone of having some 70s vibes and having some 20s vibes. Well, hopefully not like a certain someone from that 70s show vibes. That's definitely not, not. That's not what we want. No, definitely not. Um, age, age 70s vibes. So I... I, I think somewhere in that group, I mean, you, you're obviously you got it. You got a foot in both worlds. You you wear your Blink One Eighty Two shirt and your Armani suit. Like you, you've got both ends of that spectrum. You, you want to hear just a, a perfect example of this? Sure. Uh, this weekend to watch college football, uh, the, the the playoff game, right? Uh huh. We, me, and two of them, in fact. Yeah. Well, we watched the first one because the, the second one. Are you kidding me? It starts at eight p.m. That's just absurd. It's past your old man bedtime. Yeah, exactly. You think I'm going to stay out and watch that? No, 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 no. So the first one though, we went to a cigar bar. We went to the Outlaw yep. up north. Great spot. We, we smoked a cigar and we sat around while watching football. And then and you chased about, it with some exotic. And, and talking about players. Is that the blue one? The Mizzou players from uh, like the, the 2000s. Jimmy McKinney. Uh-huh. You know, we're really going back in the day. There. Sure. It was a lot of fun. And then we realized we are, first off, are the meme of dudes can just be sitting around talking about role players from the 2000s. And I'm yep. like, yeah, that, that was totally us. That's but I was also wearing skinny jeans, a Motorhead shirt, and... Really? Um, Motorhead's still... Motorhead is middle age. Yeah, that, that's pretty old. Yeah, it's the Ace of Spades. But it was a 92 version. It was the, the March or Die. So I guess it's still kind of old. It's older than you. Yeah. Older than me. So... Wow. Yeah. But then I got wings and drank some beer. But uh, the, the smoking cigars... And watching football at a cigar bar really felt old whilst doing these some young things as well. Yeah, and I think that just keeping that balance is probably the important part, right? Because like, I think I think there are plenty of things in my life where I've where I've felt like I may as well be in my early thirties while I've been in my late twenties. I don't I don't necessarily think it's gonna feel terribly different. But I think I think finding that little balance there, like you you are doing is good. And of course you are you know, you're playing up a few grades the way that the way that you live your life in, in sort of the with the soul of a seventy year old man. Point being for me in the back of one too. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> but the booty of a twenty-one-year-old. Oh, it's I don't tight. know. I did yoga this morning. Uh, I felt like you were going to have something there, and you didn't. So then I had to make a joke about your. Why are you but... looking? By the way, dude. I'm not, man. I I'm, my it. eyes are up and away right they now. Are, they are Wrangler jeans, so they they are they show it off. My eyes right now are in David Ortiz's like hot spot in the zone right now. Like I am not. Did you see the video? Of him whiffing on the gender reveal. No, I didn't. He was doing the gender reveal uh, thing, and he had a bat, and the the reveal item was a, in the shape of a baseball. And I don't, sure. I don't think it was an actual baseball, but it was a little orb that that was tossed to him by the mother of the child. I think I don't know. I didn't get that far into was the it, weeds. Was it a bad toss? She or? tosses it. Well, the uh, pitching ninja then took David Ortiz's career heat chart. <laughs> And, and overlaid a strike zone over it, and the ball went right up and into the blue up and inside, and he whiffed. He whiffed up and in. You, you jammed David Ortiz. you got to get his wrists around, and he couldn't do it. As a lefty, I completely understand. All left-handed batters, we hate up and in. Now, she's low gotta, and in. She's got to go, she's gotta go in, low and away. No, no, no. Down and in. Lefty's love. You turn on it, you can drop the bat. It's great. He just needed to make contact. Yeah. And he didn't. But watching a Hall of Famer do that makes me feel so much better about a... I was always a pretty good baseball player, mm-hmm. but I could never hit just, just you know, when you throw it up to yourself and hit. That always, always fastball 85 plus, come on now, I'm not going to say I'm hitting 90 plus, but 85, yeah. fine. I can hit that easy. When it comes to someone, a softball just throwing it up Toss. slow like this, yeah. I don't know why, because you start thinking. Yeah. So it's it makes me feel so much better about myself that a Hall of Famer has the same issue I do. Thank, so, you, thank you, Big Poppy. Let me ask you a question I asked Jason earlier today. 
if you are in this situation where you're going to come up with something you can do that is somewhat reflective of you either as an athlete or as a professional or whatever, what is your gender reveal go to? I'll tell you I can tell you what Jason's is if you you already got yours. Oh I got mine. It's, it's easy right now. Just do that. I think that, it might that, be I think it might be quick. what Jason said. I think you guys might copy it and okay. I don't think it's a good idea. Okay. So I'm getting a basketball. Yep. And I am gonna be Jimmer for this thing. I am shooting a thirty three footer. I am gonna be it's gonna be a step back. No you're not. Uh bet you're not. No no I'm I but my confidence level says I am draining this. Like I'm Caitlin Clark. Yeah. But the reality of the situation is I'm clanking this off the front rim. That's so, so Jason and I'm, said and I'm, and I'm Nick Jones or Nick Young in Nick it where, where I'm turning around and I'm Swaggy Stu. Uh, <laughs> Jason said he'd shoot a free throw. And I said, Look, I just don't no. it, well, you can't stones, say no to that. No, you're also wrong. You can't do anything with a ten percent chance of you getting it. With, no, no, with no, you, no. With it's, you it's about it. forty. It's about forty percent chance. I'm saying five to ten percent is too much because the only way this clip goes viral is if you screw it up. And imagine trying to welcome a newborn child into the world, and then eventually they're going to look back and they're going to learn that daddy bricked them no, when they dude. were announcing the gender. Dude, I got stones. I'm draining that thing. But that's what you would say right before you clenched your baby. So you're, you're doing a three-pointer. Oh, it's you're easy. pulling up NBA a three. Range. The best NBA, NBA three-point shooter this year is Luke Kennard with a .436. And you know, Stu, you know I'm going to be right there with my hand in your face. I'm going to be guarding right there. Oh, I'm going to be playing do. defense. You don't realize free throws are, free no, throws are no, higher. No, no, no. Percentage. You don't realize this. I am J.R. Smith. I'm a bad ball shooter. I'm way better with someone in my face and me being wide open. Okay, I'm Jordan Clarkson out here. But uh, the other thing is, like, in this very particular circumstance, I don't even think you can say it's, like, a regular basketball. That's because it's got to be some sort of thing filled with confetti or powder or whatever. <laughs> like, I mean... You don't think it's a, an actual Nike Evolution filled with... No! <laughs> with a, a proper amount of PSI, I just don't think you can go that specific with mm. it. So I just... I think you... And, and Jason, to a lesser extent, you've said some silly things. But I think both of you I'm are really... Man, you're, yeah. you're a silly guy. I just think you're both really flirting with disaster okay, and Molly setting Hatchet. up your, setting up your your child for a life of for a life of uh, of bricks. Three people understood that Molly Hatchet joke I just made, and those three people are thrilled right now. Flirting with, with disaster was a great song by them. None of us are here. None yeah, of those yeah, three yeah, people but, are here. But, so. but, uh, but no. So hopefully, someone listening, I made their day. Uh, I would say make a make the goal nine feet, and I'll try and dunk it. But even then, I know at my age, I've not tried to dunk on a nine foot goal because I used to. Yeah. Go ahead, say this, say this out loud like I, you believe it. I, I've dunked one time on a ten foot goal, and that was whose shoulders were you on? Wow, that was ten years ago. I was nineteen. See, the passage of time creeps ever forward. Okay, what's it, Marcel Prost? I don't know. Uh, we're trying to be a smart show. I don't, um, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I I would say move the goal down to nine feet, but I still think I'm getting stuffed by the rim. Yeah, and that's even worse, arguably. <laughs> yeah. even worse. make it 10, and you just, like, you have the underside of the rim. You just lay, you lay it up if you want, but then it's, even then it's not, like, breaking until it hits the ground. I figured yeah. for you, if you at least just hit a golf ball off a tee, then you swing through the ball and the powder puffs and everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just destroy it, so it doesn't matter where you're actual, how you uh, hit it. Just hit it at all. That's a good call. Poppy didn't need to put that thing in the rafters. He just needed to make contact and have it just explode in a puff of smoke. Do you think that, like, Honus Wagner bunted it if he were to do it in today's day and age? Like, do you think— uh, Was Honus Wagner a big bunter, do you think? I don't know. He could have been. I mean, look at the batting average. It's insane. I was just thinking of an old-time baseball player. I assume they bunted a lot more back then. I don't really know. Um, I, I, I bet he, he, he had a whole bunch of bunt hits. Uh, what about Johnny Damon? Do you think he's slapping that thing to, to, to left field? 
I think I think if I was going to have any baseball player being able to execute this for me, I think I would just honestly Poppy would be pretty high on the list. But no. I think I think Barry Bonds would be. I want him to. I, I want him it. to absolutely crush this sucker. I got it. Christian Cologne. He's going to hit it off of the plate, like just an inch in front, and someone's going to score. He's just going to hit it a super high chopper. Yeah. And give me Vlad Guerrero to make sure that nothing <laughs> nothing is unhittable. That might actually be the right answer just for this specific game. Yeah, Vlad Guerrero could be a horrible toss, and somehow it could bounce, and he's still going to somehow drill that thing. How am I going to check Honus Wagner's baseball reference page for bunts? Is that going to be something I can search for? Sacrifice bunts? I don't know, man. I don't know what our what depth of I don't I just, I, I'm right now I'm looking at his. Um, 1898 season, and I'm just not. I'm gonna just go one year at a time, I guess. I watch every at bat. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, I was gonna say Happy New Year, and it's tough for me because I finally started to write 2015, and now it's 2024. That's crazy, man. I'm that's insane. I'm sorry that you have to go through this with us. I mean, I the, the third the third digit is a two now. The 90s were just 10 years ago. Yeah. Bad news about that too, Grandpa. But I, at least you're consistent. Have you heard that that new band called Alice in Chains? I cannot find how many times Honus Wagner bunted. Well, I'm over this. We're not. We're done with the bit, Briscoe. No, we're, we're not, done actually. with this. No, we're not. You can do your next bit. I don't, do I don't have do a bit with bit. Dylan while I Google how many bunts Honus Wagner. Hey, made. Dylan, who's on first? Is it who or what? It's Vinny Pascantino. He's back. He's healthy, okay? Good. That's who's on first. When I searched how Seems many buns did Honus <laughs> Wagner have, Google wanted it oh, to right, auto-correct. That's also me being pretty uh, optimistic right there. Let's go ahead. You can finish your, your thought, too. Mine's funnier, though. I searched how many buns did Honus Wagner have, and Google tried to correct it to, did you mean, how many blunts did Honus Wagner have? You are a big green light dispensary guy. I am. I am. <laughs> I just didn't know it got that far into my Google search. Wow. At least it wasn't Show as bad as uh, someone on, on, on Twitter um, who had, uh, you know, I'm talking not about even you know, Wagner yeah. anymore. There's sacrifice hits on. Well, yeah. It's a, a lot of those sacrifice hits are going to be bunts back in the day. What's the um, two twenty one? Sorry, blunts back in the day. What's the uh, what's the abbreviation for sacrifice hits? S H. Okay. Hey, my initials. Wait, wait. This yeah, so it says sacrifice hits, parentheses, but it's not a sacrifice hit. bunts. Yeah, what it says. I know. So, what are they doing back in the day? Baseball Reference, get it together. It's not a hit. It's, a, it's I mean, out. It was, it it was like, a hundred and forty years ago. Yeah, whatever. I'm looking at 1897. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, That's a long time. Or ago. for you, for your, for you, one hundred years ago. I'm, I found a Quora.com question. Was Honus Wagner a better better baseball player than Babe Ruth or Ty Cobb? Mm, Ty Cobb would have been a good one. That, that, he, I, I assume that dude was was laying down some bunts. Somebody uh, call in, please, and tell us how many career bunts Honus Wagner had. Blaine Gabbard, huh? 1910's <laughs> all-decade team. All right, the baseballscholar.com. Let's see who you got. Catcher Wally Shang. Good for Wally. He deserved it. First base, Jake Dalbert, to answer your previous question, who's on first? Mm. Second base, Eddie Collins. Who could forget? Do you think he's related to Collinsworth? Just he just added a worth onto the uh the Collins? Third third base here, we have Home Run Baker. Oh yeah, Home Run Baker's actually he's in the Hall of Fame. 
Who let Fra- him in? Frank right here. He, he, I bet he watched him. Home Run Baker. Hey, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> that was Home Run Baker for you. you. Fun fact about Home Run Baker, he he like led the league in home runs with like 12 one year. Yeah. Maybe that was, was six one year. It was, it was very Let's early. actually find out what earned him that what earned him that nickname. Um, Home Run Baker and his 14-year career, it appears. Yeah. 14-year yeah. career, according to thebaseballscholar.com. 96 home runs. Yeah, but he also had 235 stolen bases, so maybe he was more like the speedy Baker. Maybe he maybe he was his parents knitting up John Franklin Baker. Yep, Homer and Baker. Hey, he is in the Hall of Fame. Who told you? I know all about Home Run Baker. I knew these. these look, it's the all-1910s all, 20, all 1910s team. He had a war, 62.8. Legend. You know uh, nice. Honus, Wagner, Honus Wagner's actual name? You know Honus is a nickname? No, I can't believe that. John Peter. Would not have guessed. It would have been crazy if you would have guessed. Hey, hey, give me two male names in <laughs> I, order. I do feel like a lot of guys back then were named John Peter, and they all went by something different, like oil can or. Uh... That's true. I feel like we need more. We need more John Peters simply to create the need. Hey, Ty Cobb. You know what he wasn't going by out there? Tyrus Raymond Cobb. <laughs> I had Tyrus. I've never met a single person named Tyrus, and the one that is named Tyrus is in the Hall of Fame. Joe Jackson, not with shoes, and no thank you. Yeah, see, even up into the 70s and 80s, like Goose Gossage, his name was Rich, which I'm sure is Richard, and he went by Goose. Like, Raleigh Fingers, you think his name was really Raleigh Fingers? You think his name was really Fingers? Well, I do think his last name was was Fingers. Yeah, you know who you know who you know who. Bore, well, the, oh, hold on, born in Kansas City, Missouri. I didn't even realize this. You know, uh, went to let's went to Kansas. How about this? You know who's uh, boring? Joe Wood. You know who's cool as hell? Smoky Joe Wood. Yeah, that's badass. See, Raleigh Fingers, cool. Full name: Roland Glenn Fingers. Sounds like a nom de plume. We need to bring back these names. That's all I'm saying. Hey, last one. So there's a pitcher named Pete Alexander, okay? Mm-hmm. He was born in 1887. He uh, he played from age 24 to age 43 in the early 1900s. Good for him. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1938. Mm-hmm. Went by Pete Alexander. His full name was Grover Cleveland Alexander. <laughs> Who came first, Grover Cleveland or the baseball player or the president? I'm looking at the screen here. I don't see Pete anywhere in there. <laughs> Wait, look. <laughs> I don't see a Peter. Wait, what what year was Grover Cleveland? Grover Cleveland was the president from 1985 to 89, then 93 to 97. So this guy must have yeah. hated the president, no. Grover Cleveland. Oh, maybe. Because he's like, don't call me Grover Stop Cleveland. Stop calling me Grover Cleveland. Yeah. It could have gone by like Grover Alexander. I like that we've talked so much. This is the most we've ever talked about. Old time baseball. Well, listen, it's because Smokey Joe Wood is is playing uh, right tackle for the Chiefs this weekend. So, do you think it's the right move to 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 bench everyone, the starters? Pretty much. Yeah, I think there's a chance they let Kelsey go run like four routes in the sure. first drive, and just try to feed him. Well, I mean, 16 yards is a full game according to last week. Yeah, I know it really it really makes me mad they didn't force the issue last week. I know they needed to like win the football game and everything, but find find Travis Kelsey two more times at some point over the last four weeks. You know, I get nervous that Travis Kelsey is going to play in this game because there's going to be some people in the Chargers who are like 
they ain't going to score 16 against me, and then yeah. they're going to like try and take him. I don't know why. I do why that. is that what like Los Angeles Chargers players yeah. sound like? like. Someone from, I'm some, Derwin James. <laughs> so from, from, Stick him up. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like the Oklahoma State mascot right there was what I was going for. <laughs> you went Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete, also Pistol baseball Pete. Hall of Famer. And also, but. Pistol Pete played for LSU, which, again, you know, Southern accent. Wow, yeah. Huh, yeah. Um but yeah, I'm nervous that some Chargers play. Maybe it's not even Duran James. Maybe it's because they're already out of the playoffs. Maybe it's because yeah. some dude who's trying to fight for a job is like, I'm not letting Travis Kelsey get six. He's like getting the record on me. And, and, and not even and, the record, really. And then yeah. just like, they're very physical. And yeah. I'm like, that would that would be an absolute nightmare. It's too bad because if he would have gotten 1,000 yards, he would have been not second. He would have been first on my list of Chiefs who need to not play in this game. And that is what makes it a little bit challenging for me now, is obviously Mahomes shouldn't play. Also, Pacheco, and he who just had soldier, shoulder. I've said this like five weeks in a row now. I can't say shoulder. It's like a mixture of shoulder and soldier. Yeah, you definitely and were going to say soldier like, surgery. Like, 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 like soldier boy is kind of like what I'm going for right there. And it's not You great. said that wrong, too, weirdly. Soldier boy? Yeah, you're, the same, you're really making it very official sounding. He's officially soldier. Ah, Boy. sorry. And next you're going to tell me Little Wayne is not Little Wayne. I got bad news. Oh, man. You know that Broncos receiver? Little Jordan Humphreys. Is he still the Broncos? Is he a saint now? I can't remember. It's a great name. It's a great name. Little Jordan. Uh, point is, I don't want Pacheco to play. No, 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 no. A bunch of those guys should not play. I'm just saying Kelsey would literally be the first guy on my list sure. if it wasn't 16 yards. Chris Jones, interesting. Um yeah, I think they probably away. just pay him out for that. You, man, it's it's tough. I know people are gonna be angry because he sat at a game, and people are gonna say, "Hey, well, if you played that first game, you know, you would have." Yeah. True, and I think that's obviously True. you have a very fair point there. But at this point, and again, if he would have played the last game, he would have maybe hit it too. So you could also make that argument too. So you know, it goes both ways. Ayo, I, I'm just gonna say for me personally, it's one of those situations where it go. It's a sunk cost. Now he, it is what it is. He sat at that game. You are where you are. You don't want him to play Week 18. Yeah, it's up to the Chiefs. Say, hey, man, either you, uh, either we'll we'll pay you this, and it'd be better for all of us if you sat out, or we want you to really go earn it against some backups yeah. or alongside some backups. Hey, you and Neil Farrell, make sure you get the first half sack, and as soon as you do, you can come sit down. Again. Hey, six round trade, Neil Farrell. Yeah, no, I'm painfully, painfully aware. We're gonna see Neil Keandre Farrell. Coburn. We're gonna see. You think he wants to come back? Maybe. I'd love for him to come back. I think he's he a Titan back. now. He's on the practice. No, nah, Titan signed him off ah, that a few weeks ago. He's gone, gone. On. He's gone, gone. Dylan. Um. Yeah. No. Keandre Coburn, sixth rounder, gone. Neil Farrell, sixth rounder, hasn't been used. Nicole Hardman trade probably cost him a sixth round compensatory pick. B.J. Thompson hasn't even gotten close to playing. Felix has barely gotten close to playing. Well, I, I'm excited for that actually. There, like, there, there's some players I'm excited to see, like B.J. Thompson, because we knew he was going to be a developmental prospect. Yeah. FAU, we knew was going to be a, a developmental prospect. Again, everyone who's upset with FAU, I'm sitting here saying, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, but also was he going to play over Mike Dan, who's had a career year, George Karloftis, who has ten and a half sacks, Charles Amina, who which was your bi- big offseason signing, and Chris Jones, who kicks outside. No, he is not. If you wanted. To to say, hey, well, they should have drafted a wide receiver. Well, what were you going to do? Trade up yet again for Rasheed Rice and draft him one spot higher? Right. No, you were not going to do that. It's easy with 2020 hindsight to say, all right, come on now. They could have done this. They could have had Pukunakua. Yeah, no bleep. They could have had Tank Dell. Yeah, no bleep. But they those were going to be massive reaches at that spot. End of the day, this was going to be a developmental signing for FAU, right? It's going to be a year off of a five-year contract, re- relatively or realistically. And your senior going, have you seen the cost of edge rushers in the NFL? Yeah. Look what Charles Minahu got. Yep. But now you have that on a rookie contract. I understand where the Chiefs are coming from. 
They took him in a high-value position, and I think that's all fair and true, and I think you can also say all of that and note that if he was impressing them at any level, he would have forced his way onto the field to some extent. I don't know who would take Honestly, I don't know who would play instead. Mike Dana, who's been great. Maybe. It's, just, it's just not that binary. You, you have a chance to kick Mike Dana to the interior a little more often without having to have, and now Tershawn Wharton doesn't have to be there for as many of those interior passing downs, or it's just a rotation. If Felix was lighting it up, if he was, if he was showing some burst, he would be on the field in more third downs. And his snaps basically went away after Minna, who came back. And he wasn't getting a ton he of work before that. He's playing really good, by the way. He's playing well. But, like, it's it's not an offensive line where you have the same front five out there playing every sure. snap. I mean, you you will rotate through good and competent players. Don't disagree. Uh, Malik Herring was getting playing time before Minna, who came back. Like, And now he's inactive, which is fine. Sure. I, I, think, I think you can say that, that the Felix draft pick was for the future. And, again, I, I think to some extent they would have loved to be unleashing him right about now when when you do have the wear and tear of an entire season wearing on guys and you want sure. to be able to throw someone who's played a handful of NFL snaps out there to do something interesting. So I think I think for Felix it's both. I think, I, think he is, I think he has shown the Chiefs less than they were hoping to see in the first year. I do not think that is demonstrative of where he's going to go the next five years. Well, I'm very excited to see him in this game. At least I would have to imagine he gets a hefty snap count share this one, B.J. Yep. Thompson, probably the same thing. Um, I'm excited to see a lot of the Echo Boydo, who got called up and was playing some special teams. I, I yep. would I would like to see him. He, he impressed me a ton during training camp preseason. He looked really, really good. Um, also, another K-Stater, which is a little interesting there. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, and again, you're probably not going to see much of Drew Tranquil, who played 38% of snaps. I know he's coming back off concussion, right? But... When you look, we at, might see more Drew Tranquil than we see Nick Bolton or Willie Gay. But what I find interesting, the Chiefs' defense has been so good. Obviously, early in games, they've struggled. It's like a boxer trying to figure out his opponent. Mm-hmm. Right, Spags has been a wizard with this. Right, he's been yeah. so so impressive. And if you're going to be bad at either the first half or second half, give me the first half, so then you know what you can do in the second half. Right, yep. like that. I, I get all that stuff. But teams early on in games have been attacking. I love Nick Bolton. You know, I'm a Mizzou guy, mm-hmm. but we know his one weakness is pass coverage. Mm-hmm. But he and Spags, they've figured a game plan as the game goes on, and he's actually improved. Like, I don't know if you've, if you've noticed this personally. It does seem like he all of a sudden goes, I saw what you did to me in the first half. Second half, I know where you're going. I'm going to be there. It's a little chess piece because he's not the most athletic guy, but he's so incredibly smart. Mm-hmm. It's just something I have found. Um, but, yeah, we've not seen a lot of Drew Tranquil. But when you look at the defenses in totality, they're the third best scoring defense in the NFL. How, how can you complain about snap counts? Because a huge portion of that excellent defense was played when Nick Bolton wasn't playing and Drew Tranquil was the mic. I mean, it. The defense has not got. The defense did not get better when Nick Bolton came back. It's it's and it's, it's and Tranquil's been the same. Tranquil's it's right been different, but the it's, same. it's it's it was it's been good with Bolton and it's been good with Tranquil and it's wild to me that when Bolton comes back, Tranquil drops to the fourth linebacker again when he has the ability to do. To play any position on the field there when, like, I'm not where Leo Chanel has shown some sparks and some good things, and Willie Gay can do some incredibly incredible things athletically, but like, even that's been kind of a weird trust exercise over the years between him and Spags. I just I think there's like almost no argument outside of Drew Tranquil being one of the two best linebackers on this team. Correct. I think there's a really good argument that he's the best linebacker on this team. Um, and then that like that entire final think, sequence against the Raiders is a Bolton Chanel Gay trio, yeah. and that was obviously a disaster there. I think they're very different. 
between Bolton and Drew Tranquil, so I'm not going to get in that with who's better, who's best. I think they're, they're very different players. You know, they both play linebacker, and both are technically the green dot as well. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're both very different I'm saying sets. if you play them both at yeah. the mic. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're both very um, complementary players. Like, they, they work they very play, well But they together. don't play them together. He's they not playing them together, it, though. Which, which, to me, again, goes to your point, is very interesting because Willie Gay Jr. started off the season very, very strong. I thought Willie Gay Jr. had a very great start to the season. It's kind of tapered off, at least in my opinion. Uh, Leo Chanel, as you mentioned, he's been up and down. The ups are incredible. Yeah. The lows, you're sitting here going, man, he he does not know where to be at times. Mm-hmm. Which again, maybe we'll see a lot in this game, and and he needs more repetition, all that stuff. I bet I, he and Cochran play a lot. I, I, I am very much cool with that. But as far as I'm with you, I the, hope the, the, the two best linebackers, Nick Bolton, Drew Tranquil. Again, I do have um, trouble finding massive fault when you see the actual production the defense has done. Whatever our thoughts are, whatever they're doing is clearly working. Yeah, but I mean, again, though, like the Raiders end up with a crushing run play that essentially ends the game when I think, if memory serves, Chanel might have been on the line. I think he was, he might have had his hand in the dirt there. He's on the line of scrimmage and he gets kind of like swept out of that play. Bolton hesitates from his spot and I think Gay gets kind of walled off there. Like that is a rep where three linebackers, if one of them makes a better play, maybe the Chiefs win that game. Sure. Andrew Trinkleton on the field for it. So like, we're, you're, you're picking, you're picking nits. But if we're talking about, you know, the, the, the final best version of this team and them trying to win a Super Bowl, that's what you're picking at. The defense go- has been great. The Goku version. I don't know. I, I used to watch Dragon Ball Z, but that was years ago. It's okay. You don't no. have to be ashamed of watching Dragon Ball Z. No, no I was like 12. You can start watching no, again if you want. Back was, in, was that the guy in the Back in 1985 is a song, Sorry. pal. Uh, yeah. Which I know, again, I know bowling uh, for soup. We'll, we'll go to break, which I've said once before, and I'll say it again. <laughs> that we're going to break? No, 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 no. If you want, you have said that once before. If you want, and you will say it again. If you want to realize that time stops for no man. Yeah. Uh, bowling for soup's 1985 song came out in 2004. Yeah. Which, how many years ago? From 2004 to 1985 is 19 years, right? Mm-hmm. We're now in 2024. That's right. 2004 is 20 years ago. Yeah. So that song, when they're talking about how long ago and how ancient that's, that was, 19 years, we are now farther apart from that, and that is a bleep. We could, we could, do, we could do that song just for 2004. It was bowling for soup, and Tom Brady had not won. Did he win in 04? Was that his first? Was that his first Patriots Super Bowl? Actually, his third. That was his third. God, yeah, was 01 the first one? Yes. Yeah. So it was, it was bowling for soup. Tom Brady had just three wings. Three wings? Wings. Uh, He's yeah. an angel. Uh, he went to the peanut. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back. More Briscoe. I, I need a break. Yes. Maybe yeah, some this soup. dude needs a break. Well, both of us do. Did you think you were Caitlin Clark or something? I nailed it. You didn't even acknowledge that I nailed it. Yeah. Um, sorry. It was actually after the the shot clock, though. She got it hers off at point one. Yours was. It wasn't. Yeah. I nailed. I came in here before the music zeros. started. It was double zero. Commercials sorry, were, were st- the commercials were playing, and I sunk it. You didn't acknowledge it. That's we, the revs' fault. We had All right, Brad Allen. We didn't add. <laughs> we had added thirty for you. 
Like, you can't start you doing a radio segment without do. me being here holding cue cards telling you, like, what to say. Your name is Sterling Holmes. I would literally. This is the home name. stretch. If you read anything, I'll write you a good opinion at one point just so you can know what it's like to have one on the radio. What's something that we can argue on? Nick Bolton. <laughs> and Felix, apparently. Yeah, we already argued a We've found two of things already. Okay, I don't know if you saw this on, on the old X. <sighs> um, don't, don't. There's no reason. What do you, how do you think the Chiefs are going to perform at GEHA Field, Sterling? No, it's Chris, Chris Jones' Twitter account. That's what I was going to get to. Yeah, you, you said you said X. The X. You said you said on X, and I'm saying that by calling it X. Oh, it's G E H A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Jones, you know, has been his affinity Do for, for, all my uh, for Frank Clark. All yeah, he's long, but yeah. But then he, two days ago, he goes bring Frank Clark back. I need my brother for the playoffs run. Uh, which again, he might have been is, here if you would have taken a pay cut. Uh, the other one is P.S. It's blood in the water, and that was just earlier today. And, is this uh, how you learned that the emoji. is this how you learned that the Seahawks got Frank Clark? No, no, no I, I knew that a while ago. Because <laughs> I well, it wasn't that long ago. It just sort of happened. So. Yeah, uh, but I, I just he really wants Frank Clark back, and I don't yeah. think it's going to happen because, again, as I've mentioned, uh, the Chiefs' defensive uh, line, especially the edge position, I should say, the only spot that really has some issues is the spot next to Chris Jones on the line. Yeah, uh, which has not been great, but again, defense as a whole has been good, so I'm not going to complain too much. Frank Clark ain't coming back, though, right? He's, he's not. I mean, if we are in, like, like 4D chess negotiation territory, he can have a practice squad spot, I guess. You're borderline, like, Aaron Rodgers territory here now, though. It's like, who's going who's gonna to lose their job so you can have Chris Jones as a friend on the team? But, like, the Broncos looked at Frank Clark and said, no, we're good. And then he went back to Seattle, back home to Seattle. And they had him for, what, six weeks, eight weeks or something, I'm guessing? Fighting for a playoff spot, too, by the way. And said, no, nah, we're <laughs> good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if it's worth – look, here's the thing. If, if it's worth uh, $5 million a year to, to Chris Jones to have Frank Clark here, I'll sign – uh, Frank Clark to a ten-year, ten million-dollar contract, and just let him, you know, take a million bucks a year while while Jones is here, and you come out on top. But I don't, uh, I don't think it makes sense per se. I think if they needed uh, more like consistent defensive end reps right now, I think it'd probably be Millie Caring just being active sure. and then in that rotation. Yeah, I'm with or you. Felix. But. I, I just find it interesting that Chris Jones is still. Still on this Frank Clark train. Yeah, like actively campaigning for a guy that's gotten cut twice this year. It's sort of weird, again, also considering the spot. I'm, look, again, if if the Chiefs think, and I don't know, maybe they, they might have an open practice squad spot, although I think they brought Matt Dickerson back to it, so I think they're probably evened up. But if they if they end up with an open practice squad spot because like, somebody gets hurt, somebody gets signed to the active roster, and then they want to bring Frank Clark in to just like – Make the locker room relax. I'm cool with that. That's fine. Um, that that's worth whatever his practice squad salary is. But I would be really surprised if we saw Frank Clark in in shoulder pads in a Chiefs uniform anytime soon. Do you, or again, I should say, when you look at this weekend's game against the Chargers, do you do you can you take anything positive away? From some of the guys who, again, we talked about FAU and defensively, right? Mm-hmm. Echo Boido, Echo Boido. But let's talk about the wide receivers for a second here, because we're all done with MVS. Yeah, like we're done. I I, I went on an entire rant actually when I was filling for you on Monday. Um, it was great. Yeah, I, I basically was saying. I was listening live. Yeah, 
how can you be a deep ball threat and you have COVID rules with your hands where there have to be six feet apart? And you, you, how it's like when you when you lie and tell your boys how big of a fish you caught, and oh. you're like you're, you're out here, you know, yeah. and you're like, how is that going to catch a football? But yeah, that's what MBS does. Um, I'm I'm over it, man. I'm I'm so done that the, the yep. little totality of him putting his hands back on national television. I don't give a hoot if he's going through the motions. Nah, that looks like you're trying to trip your QB after he has fallen on the sword, basically saying he's, hey, sorry, it's my fault. I, I I made buttered popcorn for MVS before the game. He ate it, yes. and uh, yeah, that's on me. I should have run down there and handed it to him and just placed it in his hands at the one. So I'm over it. Yeah. And, and so I'm looking at this game. I, I, I would imagine MVS is not going to play hardly at all in this one. So that makes me think, okay, Kadarius Tony, McCole Hardman, Justin Ross. Those are the guys that Gabbert mentioned, along with Richie James, Canarius Tony. I thought I said Tony. Oh, maybe you did. I, think that's the first I was I excited to land on the Canarius Tony part because I have a whole conspiracy <laughs> theory, and so if you said Canarius Tony, then I said it again. I apologize because no. I think it's twice as interesting. Well, then, then go hit me with your Canarius Tony talk. Tony talk. Sure is interesting that Canarius Tony had an injury so bad for two weeks he couldn't even practice. And then on the first day of practice this week, Blaine Gabbert says Kadarius Tony's going to play a lot. And then Kadarius Tony completely disappears. So far, completely disappears. Andy Reid did not mention him before practice in terms of a guy dealing with an injury who may end up uh, having some limitations. Interesting indeed. So you think he plays a ton? Oh, I, I mean, by what Gabbert said, I think he might, which is interesting, but I... The, what I am, what I am, what are you implying? What I am here? implying is that Canarius Tony had another crushing mistake, and then a two-week-long injury that kept him all the way out of practice, and then he's going to play a ton with the backups. It, I, I am, I am asking the question of where did that injury come from? How oh, serious was it? It's a benching. We know what it is. is this Sky, Sky Moore. Let me, let me whisper. Let me yell. Don't yell. Sky Moore. It's the Don't same yell. thing. It's it's okay. We, this can't happen anymore. We're done. Hey, Sky, how's that shoulder? Yeah, it's fine, Coach. I can probably go. no, no. I think it's bad. I think you, Sky Moore's is more. I think aisle. I think Sky Moore's is probably legit. And I'm sure I'm sure Kadarius Tony felt something barking in his hip or whatever, right? Sure. And the Chiefs have just said we're going to slow this all the way. Down. I think it's probably much more likely that that's the path than it was like. Needing an excuse. Because I could have just benched him, and nobody would have said bleep. They would have gone, oh, wow, interesting. Canary's funny. Played two snaps in this game. Weird. No one would have cared. But but point being, I do think, and, and Tony actually is the guy on that list who I think has the chance to prove something sure. uh, with backups that might affect the playoffs. I don't know that Justin Ross can do anything that makes Andy Reid trust him against, let's say, Buffalo and Arrowhead in, in the wild card round. Can, can, can we talk about Justin briefly before we go back to Kadarius Tony? And sure. The rest? Because people always act, and they're always in my mentions when I, when I bring up other wide receivers' names. They always mm-hmm. say, well, Justin Ross, have you seen what he's – we're in Josh Gordon territory now mm-hmm. of this has been years. Mm-hmm. This has been about five years. And people are like, well, his measurables are unreal. Mm-hmm. Not really. I feel bad, but ever since the injuries, they're not unreal. They're very much real. I hate, and I feel horrible because yes, he was a incredible talent his freshman year and even mm-hmm. to his sophomore year. But I've done the exact same comparison, very similar with Kayshawn Booty, with the LSU, incredible his freshman year, really good his sophomore year, 
junior year was a disappointment for, in this case. It was an injury for for um, for Tony, but also um, for um, Booty or for, 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 for Justin for Ross. Ross. For Ross, Booty had some injuries as well, and then you see what he's done this year. I don't see anyone in New England saying. And by the way, they're starved for wide receiver help down there. I don't see yep. anyone in New England saying, "Man, Kayshawn Booty, have you seen the, the measurables?" No. No, so why are we doing Justin Ross? I mean, there's a very easy reason why we're doing it for Justin Ross. Because, again, the, the Chiefs are in the playoffs, and they're trying to have any glimmer of hope. Any glimmer. Patriots are not in the playoffs. But, again, you think they would have the exact same thing of, hey, they we, might be talking we about have him. no wide receivers. We need any sort of help for next year. No one in New England knows that we're talking about Justin Ross. But, like, That's I, fair, the, the, but but it, the reason that, that fans are have been on the Justin Ross train for a long time is because this team has been functioning without a legitimate number one wide receiver since the moment they traded Tyreek Hill. Juju Smith-Schuster was very good in a role, and, and Travis Kelsey, by some metrics, can be the, num- the best number one receiver in football, depending on how you want to do it. But in terms of a young number one wide receiver, Justin Ross was like a, a, a whisper of, well, maybe they maybe they stole one as an undrafted free agent. And now as this year goes on, or pre-suspension at least, it was like, oh, this receiver, room, I don't know, let's see if Justin Ross can get involved. They're at training camp, Justin Ross. Oh, boy, this is this sure would be a fun unknown. Sure. Even now, after the suspension, after being away for a length of time, they had Andy Reid essentially saying his season's pretty much done. Yeah. Even now, when you look at MVS doing his job the way that he's doing it, I understand how some people could say, how could Justin Ross possibly be worse? Do I want to see Justin Ross instead of MBS? Sure. Sure. But but acting like he's going to all of a sudden be the savior and, and this is a secret weapon who's been yes. stashed on the bench, I find absurd. I find asinine. Again, nothing against Ross, nothing against people who have optimism. But to me, it feels like me being a Royals fan. Yep. When every single player was, yeah, but, but look what he did in the minors. Yep. But that was also four years ago. And again, this is Josh Gordon. It was why I was out on Josh Gordon. So if I am going to be consistent... It's why I have major reservations about Justin Ross. And what did people see before the suspension that made you think, yeah, he's going to be the guy? Yeah, I don't know. The, everyone's I can't like, answer everyone's like, he's he's 6'4", look at the red zone. He looked befuddled in the red zone. He he, he didn't he looked like MVS. Like, remember in MVS, the red zone, and you're like, he's 6'4", why is he not Why is he red? not usable down yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. The same thing again. He's young, maybe needs more time to learn, but he was in the That's, entire organization last year. Right. Again, I I am curious about the what if of what this season looks like without the suspension, but that's not a, a path we're going to see, and I'm not going to be here telling people that he is like a lock to make the roster next year. Um, I again, it we are in a we are in a conversation where we're talking about you got a bunch of dudes running metaphorical six second forties, and if Justin Ross could run a five five, it would <laughs> it would raise your 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 overall. Uh, average sure. and it sure. would. I get it. We got some 1.2 GPAs, and if we could just get a nice 2.5 in there, we're getting eligible again, baby. Hey, 2.5 is pretty good. That's I, pretty. I, I hear it's a pretty good GPA. Uh, I, I hear that's not what I heard, solid. but I understand that maybe you did. Um, MIZ to you. Uh, it was a 3.0 actually. Okay, really? Exactly a 3.0. Uh, or was it a 3.5? No, it was a 3.0. 3.0. It was a long time ago for me now, Briscoe. You're an old man. Uh, I, I had to get a A on my f- last final because I was at a 2.999 or something like wow. that. And I had to get a uh, – which, by the way, that's a B minus. Like a 3.0 is a B minus. Like it's not like that's ass. Like that, that that's a, an 80. 
I mean, if you have standards, they, they only go to eighty on the baseball scale. It's twenty to eighty, right? So that's how Dylan, that's how Dylan got his grades done. He <laughs> said, "Well, if an eighty is like a hundred, then I'm gonna go ahead, and uh, if I get a sixty, that's fine." Mm, there were no eligibility requirements in the junior college level, so <laughs> that is how I got my grades done. <laughs> but I nailed it. So uh, yeah, I felt I had to study my ass off for that. Really? Yeah, Bush Light obviously helped. Yeah, I bet it did. Uh, and we'd had really different collegiate experiences. Well, you had coach Rocky Lamar. Not really. He we were frequently in the same on the same campus. Yeah. <laughs> that was about that's about it. Like telling you you had I'm trying to think of the funniest Mizzou name and Steve Moore. That's that works. Ryan Rosberg. Those are pretty funny. Some names that we went through again when we were at the cigar bar going through past. Yeah, man, you're old. I don't know what to tell you. You're old. You're like, oh, be patient with this defensive end, but this receiver stinks, and I'm smoking cigars uh, and (laughs) watching football. If I'm too patient, I might not see him actually be good because I might uh... (laughs) might kick it. Speaking of kicking, here's the bucket. No, I think uh, <laughs> I think if Kadarius Tony plays and just catches his targets, I think that's a good thing. That's my take from ten from ten minutes ago. If if he's out there and just is where Blaine Gabbert wants him to be, and if he can just be healthy and juke around a little bit and catch the balls that hit him, I think I think Kadarius Tony might be able to increase his trust factor just a smidge. We'll take a break, come back, a couple other it. names Let's that continue. I want to... We have to break. Dylan, don't take this break. Dylan, we're taking this break. Dylan, don't take this break. I'm ready for Get down on it. This isn't this or that. No, it's not this or that. Man, this Sterling, this really or that, hard. would you rather do a pregame or postgame show for a Week 18 game without the starters? Uh, neither, because this is you asking me which one am I going to do. No, I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't know what the pregame plan is, but I'll be on. I'll, I'll be on post. Dylan will be there. Hey, this that's play now. Okay, we got to play. Which one would you rather do? Uh, rather preview, preview the game for three hours or talk about it after for three hours? Postgame, because at least I can see who played and I can talk either Yay Kadarius Tony or Boo Kadarius Tony. Uh, would you rather have to take one snap as the backup quarterback for the Chiefs? It is a passing play. If you complete it, you get fifty grand. If you don't, you take whatever physical consequences happen at the end of the play. Or you would rather um, be uh, the third linebacker, and uh, your your gap is the one no. that Austin Eckler is about to come through. You make this tackle hundred thousand dollars. No, no, I'm taking the fifty k. I'm the quarterback. You said You're the quarterback. Oh, dude, all I'm doing, Rasheed Rice. Pretend it's a hitch, and then you're going to run straight. And I am just going to get the ball and throw it immediately. Commonly referred to as hitch and go. Well, yeah, I was, I was more make, making a joke about what he did. He was supposed to be a hitch. This ball's not getting to Rasheed Rice. The no, it's going 10 getting, yards. This is getting picked. 100% is getting picked. But my only hope is they see me at quarterback and go, all right, everyone come in. It's engaged engage eight, and I'm just going to toss that thing. This or that, Travis Kelsey hitting 1,000 yards for the eighth consecutive season or getting an extra week of rest before the playoffs? This, the first one, I think he gets the 16 yards. I want to see it because historically speaking, this is really hard for me because I'm always team rest. But when you, looking back in the in the annals of history, you're going to see eight straight, going to be nine, 
Is it annals? It would be annals. I yes, think it's annals. Perfect. I didn't go to. I said what I said. Journal. This or that, Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, annals or annals. <laughs> okay, the last dab or the hottest Thai spice level at a Thai restaurant. I mean, if it's a plate of food at a Thai restaurant, I'm trying to get to very close to the end of that plate of food. I'll, I'll do the dab. I did both I in, about in this. back-to-back like days. Tilt your head back for me, would you? Just just like put your point your chin to the sky. Yeah, I can see your brain through your sinuses right now. Yeah, dude, that it, stuff it, is empty. Clear. You could you could drive a truck up Sterling's nostrils right now, dude. The last dab. I will say this: it's not. Yeah, as, how was it? It's not as hot as I thought. Like, but I also love hot stuff. Like, I I sure. I love hot stuff. Um. I went back and got seconds of it, but the hmm. key is don't drink water or anything afterwards because then it'll spread the, the heat around. Was it tossed in the sauce and dabbed, or was it just the dab? Just dabbed. I saw. Mm. I, was, I was. I put like a. I actually dipped. I put it on a plate and it was dipping the saltine cracker through it. Um, Interesting. It was okay. good. It was a cracker. Great. With it. Great flavor. Like I was. I would put that in chili. You should I, try putting it on your annals. And then the spice is a little Thai food. I. Uh, that bleep is hot, dude. Yeah, I don't know if you ever had like I got I went there All right, and, yep. and the lady was was sitting there going, "Are you sure?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah." You I'm had sure. the you had the white person follow up. I, I, the, 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 <laughs> not only was the follow, but it was the it was the. Well, you know, not many you not many people. And I'm sure she's meaning that look like me. Not many people get the hot here. You got the Jair Alexander treatment. I, you were I, like, "I want a kick," and she was like, "You want the kick, or would you like to defer to a medium?" And so I got it, and she was, uh, she, as I was going home, she was like, well, you, you enjoy that. And I did. It was incredible. I love hot stuff. I'm sorry. I enjoy it. You took it to go? Took it to go. Okay. Yeah. So it was great. You just eat it on the toilet? No, no. I I ate it watching Kitchen Nightmares, like I always do with my, my Gordon Ramsay. You put that, are you casting that to a TV? You just watch it on your phone? What's your, what's your TV while you eat schedule? While I, while I eat, it, it's kitchen nightmares while I eat, too. I mean, but are you, like, watching it on your phone, oh, phone at the yeah. table yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a that's it, a clutch move. Yeah. Did that clean out your, your annals? McCall <laughs> Hardman. How much does he have to prove? Just be healthy, look fast, and play hard. Is there any chance Catch that the Chiefs heading in the playoffs that MVS's snap count drastically goes down, or is that just wishful thinking at this point? I think there's a chance, but I would not predict. I would not predict it. I think it's less than fifty percent chance. Because what I see is, I think Justin Watson steps up. There was more twelve personnel fifty nine percent of the time. Noah Graves in the field this mm-hmm. past game. I think there's going to be more twelve personnel, more Justin Watson, and then I think you can actually put a little more Richie James out there. Richie James again, he catches the rock when it's thrown his way, and maybe some McCall. Spice it up. Briscoe, this was spicy. It certainly was. I'm going to teach you about pronouncing some words later.